Carl here from Games, Brains Are Being Life, and I'm here with Jack and Will of Newcore Metal Band Spoiler. Debut single Repress released the 30th of October 2020, less than a month ago. Guys, it's a pleasure to speak to both of you. Starting with you first, Will, how have you been holding up throughout 2020? Uh, just writing music, trying to keep the band going. Obviously, we can't gig and stuff like that. So, yeah, we've just been in writing mode the entire time. Mm. What about yourself, Jack? Yeah, pretty much the same. Just uh, getting this band off the ground has been in the pipeline for, well, before 2020. And okay. um, obviously this year, kind of uh, everything <laughs> went to shit. And um, yeah, so um, it, it, it's been a blessing, I guess, because we've had time to be able to really get in with our first single and make sure it's what we wanted it to be. We didn't have to go through playing gigs and, you know, we could go straight out with a single it's given us some time to get some uh, strong material behind us ready okay that's good that's good keep me busy then has it been easy to stay in a positive mindset no no no, no. not at all no well what, what what advice then if you could give any to those who may be kind of struggling especially as we lead up to the christmas season like things you may have done yourself to uh focus your mind what advice would you potentially give well, for me, it's just having something normal to keep occupied with. Mm. So yeah, find a hobby. Yeah, exactly. Being able to spend time with music being the constant thing for me at the moment. I can uh, always rely on no matter what happens. I know I've still got to practice. I've still got to get the songs nailed down. I mean, luckily, we've had time to be able to record. We've all got our own home studios, so we can still be sending ideas to each other. Um when we can practice, we can still practice. It's just being able to keep some kind of normality going has been helpful for me. Okay, that's good, that's good. So you already touched upon it. Although it was in the works a little bit long ago, Spoiler is a very new entity, formed effectively this year, right? We finalized the lineup this year. Yeah, during lockdown, we found our singer. That's oh, right, it's a it? singer who you found in the lockdown period. Awesome. Okay, okay. Yeah. What kind of brought about the formation of the band? And do you all have... I know there's history with some of your members who have been in bands together in the past. Is that where this kind of came together? So yeah, no, kind of, yeah, so kind of me and Chris have been talking since... So me, Chris and Danny played in a band called The Dropper's Neck mm. um, that we, we kind of ended it uh, about three years ago mm. um, and me and Chris have always talked about wanting to do something heavier we're both into heavier music um, yeah so we'd always kind of had some idea of what we wanted to do and so we we tried we got back in contact with Danny um, got him back on the drums and uh, yeah and then we, we tried a few different singers and it didn't work out um, and it was through one of the singers that didn't work out we found Will um, which then completely Brought the music side of things together um, and then it was just just finding the right singer which is when Aaron came along and then the country locked down and we had to wait a couple of months to finally get in a room with Aaron but what yeah. we heard it was just the final piece of the puzzle that pretty much and was everything, it everything come together and it's it's what it is today where did your uh, interest come into it Will then um so I just moved to Essex. I originally grew up in France, so it was a completely new environment for me. And 
I'm obsessed with music, so I thought starting a new band. I'm already in another band, but being in a band in my local area, Essex, would be a good way to integrate myself into the area, make some lifelong friends, and have some fun. Of course, it's gotten significantly more serious than I was expecting it to. Okay, that's awesome. Um, and you guys describe yourselves, right? So when I saw the press pack, it was new core band, new metal mixed with metalcore, hardcore, and deathcore. A lot of core, basically. Is this yeah. because it's a sum of all your influences? Uh, pretty much, yeah. I yeah. mean, um, I'm a bit younger than some of the other guys in the band. So most of them grew up listening to Slipknot and Corn, and they were around the late, really, like, the music. That was their music. Mm. Um, and so that's always been influenced and it's kind of that aggression and that raw sound to it with modern metalcore and gen and things like that. That is kind of how it all mixed together. So it's definitely all what we're influenced by. Yeah, I thought it was fascinating to see that the two bands named as Corn and Alpha Wolf. Two very, yeah. very different bands in the end of the scale, particularly in terms, but it automatically does create quite an imagery. Is that what you're kind of trying to get across? There's, I think the two things that those two bands have in common is they're very creepy sounding. There's a lot of layered... Corn is known for just being a really... I can't even think of the words. Schizophrenic, just crazy kind of very creepy sounding band and so are Alpha Wolf and that's definitely something we try to add into our music. We want there to be a little bit of an ominous presence, a bit mm. something that makes you just feel a little bit uncomfortable, more uncomfortable than you'd like to be listening to it. Okay. What about the fact that new metal is a bit of a dirty term these days? Even though there's a little bit of a revival going on with a few bands kind of doing that music, are you happy to be associated with not only the term and I guess the revival? Well, like Jack said, most of us in this band are 30 plus. So mm -hmm. we grew up with new metal. So when we got into metal, that was what was the big style of music at the time. Of course, it's a gateway. It leads you to other stuff. But so, no, I don't care. I'm very happy to be considered a new core band. Yeah, I, I don't really know why it's considered a, a dirty term. I mean, you look at it at the time and things like Limp Bizkit and they're like one of the biggest bands in the world. Uh, yeah. Every new... Every new subgenre of heavy metal gets gets a, a dirty look at it, though. Like after new metal, it was metalcore, and that was the same thing. Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, I'm I'm in your age group, guys. I'm mid thirties. Uh, the nineties was my teenage years, so uh, I, I'm I'm a new metal kid as well. I don't know issues with it. <laughs> so obviously, we've had one single so far in Repress. How have you found the reaction to it? Online reviews, fans, social media, that sort of thing. It's blown me away. Uh, I can't believe how much love we've had for it. Um, uh, it's just incredible. Yeah, none of us were expecting it. I don't think any of us thought it was going to go this way. Well, you know, obviously, it's very hard to make your mark at any stage now and get with, you know, the amount of music we have pumped out on a daily basis in social media and YouTube. I guess um, anything any kind of attention is good, right? Yeah, exactly. The thing is as well, it's so yeah, easy yeah, for people to be able to put out, put out their, their music and it be so well produced from a bedroom and things that there's so much music going on at the moment to try and get noticed is, is near impossible. But the fact that we've had nearly yeah, 30 in, in under a month, it is crazy. 
And has it encouraged you to push on further or were you always going to regardless? We were always going to regardless. I think in my case, it's put more pressure on it now. Okay. More pre yeah, Jack? I, I feel more motivated. I, I feel that we've got even stronger material to come and um, yeah. we've got a new side to be able to, people to um, get into and even more shades of our uh, music to show. Exciting stuff. As I was saying off camera before I hit record, I was saying to um, Will, I've last, in the last hour I was doing a reaction video, recording one to the song, first time hearing it. And it is certainly a beast of a track. It's uh, the right word to use is, is it is heavy. The video, the Thank video you. is quite cleverly done as well. Clearly done during the lockdown period, right? Yeah. Yeah. So is that yeah. why um, one of the things I sort of noticed is that obviously you're separated. Was that forced or was that because you wanted to do it that way? I think it was a bit of both. I mean, visually, we'd always had this idea of it being silhouettes and not that many strong shots of us as band members because we wanted to be able to step away from us being in previous bands and it be just about the music. So we always had this idea of it being silhouettes, like single shots. Um, obviously the lockdown helped with that because we couldn't be as close to each other. Um, it's also very difficult to find a location big enough to do full band shots. That makes sense. Uh, but but it, yeah, it's definitely, definitely how, I, how ooh, us as the band envisioned the video to come out and it be all about the music. Oh yeah, very. It, you really nailed that aspect of things as well. And um, I'd love to know what your reaction was when you first talked to Aaron, your vocalist, when you first heard him, because obviously on his track, he is, uh, as a debut, he is quite a, a talent. What was your reaction when you first heard his, uh, his, his voice? Um, well, I, it, it's funny, because um, growing up, I'm pretty sure I'm not sure if I definitely saw his old band, Postmortem Promises, but I definitely knew of them growing up when I was about 13, it must have been, when they were first hitting the scene in Essex, and definitely a lot of my friends went to see him at local venues. Um, so I was like, oh, I recognise that name. And I looked up his old material, and I was like, this guy's the one, we need him in this band right now. Yeah, straight away. Then, then usually you can get into rooms with people, and you can see, like, you listen to it, and it's a lot of productions helped up the voice but Aaron Aaron's definitely got it he, he's the man Aaron also sends us those uh, acapella videos of him just screaming out loud in the car no microphone no music just him and that was kind of our introduction to, to him that's what he sent over if you can do that and sound good you're good wicked that's amazing what about the Essex scene in in general when people talk about UK metal scene they don't often focus on Essex it's often the north the North gets a lot more attention. Sheffield and Birmingham. That's it, exactly right. Um, do you guys kind of see yourselves as potentially forerunners or part of and pushing the scene a little bit more forward for Essex? I'd like to think so, because last couple of years, Essex has really gone downhill in terms of live <laughs> music and just even the bit, like bigger bands coming through. When I was a teenager, I went to see some great bands in Colchester and Southend. And even before everything that happened this year, there's just not been that many bands coming through Essex anymore. I'd like to think we can help get the scene back to where it used to be because 
I mean, it's before my time, but I've heard like 10 years ago, the scene in Essex was great. There was loads of bands. Mm. And it's just, there doesn't seem to be anything at the moment. Yeah, it's nothing. What about social media then? How do you guys handle the whole side of the social media pressures? Do you enjoy that aspect of it, having to push, promote yourself on all those platforms? Well, I, I love it. <laughs> yeah? Oh, wow. You are probably uh, the first person to ever say that. Jack oh, does all of wow. it for the band and he does it amazingly. The rest of us just leave him to it. Yeah, it ain't just me. Chris on guitars as well. He's, a, he's great at social media as well. Um, yeah, but, Chris is but yeah, I, I'm a, I'd like to be a quite creative person. I'm into photography. I'm into videography. So it's just being able to create something else outside of the music for me that I, I really enjoy that part of it. And it can be a burden having to... I'm sure the rest of the guys could tell you they hate the fact I turn up and like, right, photo shoot tonight. Or, right, we need to do another video. Or we need to do a new press pack or something like that. But I, I love that aspect of it for me. Is, is I find it fun. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Amazing. How do you balance, like, how do you get the balance right, though, of, like, obsessing over it, but also keeping your personal life separate from it? Um, I, I don't think I've found the balance right, if I'm honest. I'm sure when my <laughs> wife watches this back, she'll agree that I'm always on my phone. I've always got music on the mind. So um, I'm yet to find the balance. Amazing. So we've talked already about what's next. Go on a little bit more detail, if you can, what you're willing to share with us. Obviously, we've had one single. Expectation is obviously now on you to follow that up with something else. Um, I don't know whether Will wants to give some information into the song. I don't know whether how much we're giving away. Um, we have filmed the music video for it. Oh, brilliant. There is, yeah. there is another music video going to be coming out. Um, hope we filmed it reasonably recently. So hopefully... Six weeks. Yeah, give or take. It we should, be, should be right into the uh, promotion for that video. Um, I, I think it's going to um, surprise people in yeah. a good way. Okay. Okay, no, that's um, cool. I mean, obviously, you don't want to share too much details, otherwise it's uh, uh, you lose the surprise aspect of things. That's a shame, though. I was hoping you were going to come back with a Christmas track. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I do not do Christmas. <laughs> I, 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 was, I thought that was quite a good idea. There was another band in the area trying to do a compilation CD of all the different bands. It didn't happen, though, because there just aren't enough bands in Essex. Well, that would have been amazing. We're constantly hoping that more metal bands, because obviously the Christmas metal music is often weighted towards the past. Yeah. None of the new bands are doing it. Oh, I'll try and find out who that was. Um, talking of the Essex scenes, though, then as well, I had to ask this question. Considering we, we've been sponsoring the Essex metal to Bloodstock, Metal to the Masses, metal to the, masses. the last couple yeah. of years. Guys, you've got to get on that for 2021, if you possibly can. Are you considering it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, we'll definitely. I mean, I hadn't considered it just as yet, but um, it's definitely saying we'll, we'll put our uh, fry into the hat into the ring. Is that the saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll um, I'll message you afterwards the name of the person you need to contact about the submission, and you can follow up from there and see what you think. Just because, uh, yeah, obviously, I'd imagine you know you'd be well up for playing the likes of Bloodstock and so yeah, on. Oh, definitely, definitely. definitely. <laughs> Talking of which, then, the whole live thing, obviously no options this year available to you at all, but that is, that is going to be part and parcel of the band going forward when the option is available, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I, I'm sure that 
some of the other members in the band feel more strongly about the recording side of things, but I'm all about the live music. I'm all about the live as well. I'm sick to death of writing music now. I want to start gigging. It's just yeah. not an option right it's now. Been, been a big part of the band. I feel like a big part that I'm missing being mm. able to play live. Yeah. And um, I, I think it's going to be that first show. I think there's going to be... <laughs> There's going to be blood. And it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be nuts. <laughs> then, I mean, talking of which, we've got to have venues to come back to. Uh, have you, have you got any concerns over the survival of the grassroots venues? You know, the, talking about Essex specifically, the smaller venue, venues we have over there. What, what are your concerns there? It's going to be tough. I'm, I'm sure venues were struggling already before COVID hit. Yeah. And I think, with this now especially if it only opens up into a uh, half filled venues and things it's, it's going to be really tough talking of which then um would you is that something you've done this year have you been to any of these socially distant shows or gigs that were available have you tried one out no i haven't i haven't, I haven't no oh we did we did talk about trying to get um tickets to see low that the uh Jazz Caf, but it didn't happen, which is a shame. And then the show got cancelled anyway. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah it got cancelled, didn't it? Yeah. 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 And what about? I, I don't know how I feel about little podiums and plinths to see a band either. I'd rather that than the live stream. I'm not into the whole. It's not going on YouTube and just watching a video that someone's filmed of a gig. I'd rather the small podiums with less people than doing a gig in front of a camera. Well, this has been the, th the theme of the year, the live streams. And yeah. um, it's gone from what was, what, the beginning of the year, Devin Townsend in his studio playing a guitar to literally high, va high production values. Yeah, they're all on green screens and everything. Yeah. So, the like, it was small back. Sorry, go on. Yeah, the Architects one, uh, Albert Hall. It looks incredible. It but, looks amazing. But I wonder how much production's gone into that. Is it really a, a live set? Mm. It, they, they definitely, there's stuff that's been re-recorded afterwards. It's, it's not shot in one take. They're, they're, they're by themselves in a room, no one watching them. You just do what you have to do to make it look as good as possible. I believe you. I agree with you. It kind of takes away from the smaller bands as well, because ultimately, if people are expecting these massive high production events from the bigger bands, yeah. you're just going on there with, in, in a warehouse with bad sounds. <laughs> no one's going to be interested. Uh, no one's going to care. Exactly. So do you reckon, well, what, when, when things, fingers crossed, when things hopefully start to reopen as we go into 2021, what's your expectations of metal fans in general? So you're going to do it, say you book a show and it's going to be as it normally was. Do you think people are going to be wary or do you think they're just going to come racing out, chomping it a bit for the live music? I'm hoping people are going to come. They, they want live music after a year of not going. I know I'm missing gigs mm. so much. I was going to shows every other month more than that and uh i'm really missing it i'm hoping there's a lot of people that feel that way and might be more inclined to chuck a fiber at a ticket to see a local band because they miss live music rather than waiting and paying big money to see a band that they've probably watched a live stream of this year and haven't got a new set but um i can understand why people might be wary as well i mean i can't see the pits being the same <laughs> but um but yeah no way. The moment they hear your first breakdown, that's it. That pit is kicking off, man. There's no way it, it, it'd be impossible. It's like a, an infection, different kind of infection. 
<laughs> a better infection. Yes, one you actually want to get. So then, yeah. aside from obviously on YouTube and all that, where else can they find the music? Is it, uh, do you have merch available? Do you have a big cartel or band cap and so on? Uh, we haven't got any merch yet. That is in the pipeline. Um, apart from that, we're, we're just on all your normal streaming services. Um, not on Bandcamp yet. Um, probably should be, but we haven't set the up yet. Um, but everywhere else you expect to find us, uh, we are there. Sounds like you've got another job in your hands. Got to set up Bandcamp. Yep. <laughs> Fellas, so 2021 then, I suspect it's going to be a busy year for you regardless. Hopefully. Yeah, I think um, we've got a lot in store, a lot planned at the moment, and it's all just, I think next year is going to be a big year for us. It sounds like a very exciting time. Fellas, that's it. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash gbhbl as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favour, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal. What else is life for?